Welcome back to another episode of Viewer Town. My name is Gorilla, and with my co-host Mighty Germ, today we have a special guest. She is a Texas race freak of Shiriuri Pro. Uh, what's your new title? Shooting Star Press Idol or something? <laughs> what the fuck is a Star Press? I still want to know what that is. Gorilla, uh, please. <laughs> but what is it? You- I don't. Okay, okay. So let me just go ahead and introduce myself. All right, everyone, you guys know what to do. Send no. Taiga, Fiber, Saiba, Daiba, Fiber, Viper. Hello, everyone. My name is Nyanyu. I am the channel shooting star idol at CIU Productions, and it's nice to meet you. How often do you practice that? I heard it like at least 10 times while we're at Off Kai. <laughs> um, I practice it pretty often, especially with the new title that I just added Eternal Shooting Star Idol. Um, I still slip up every now and day at say fail idol, but um, what do you call it? Yeah, I just <laughs> I, it took a lot of practicing to get used to saying the new phrase. It's a mouthful. You have it like just just memorized now. Yeah, it's 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 all muscle memory for my mouth at this point. Yeah, it's all really it's really nice. Yeah, Thank that you. you have like a new brand now. Mm-hmm. I'm very proud of it. Going forward. Um, I, especially after all the success at Offkai, which is going to be what we're talking about today. We're talking about Offkai. Um, I thought that I just okay, needed a fresh. On the show now, I guess. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of run the show now, guys. Yes, um, yes. So we we, I mean, we, are, we have been sold to Narshu. She has, uh, you know, an, instituted a hostile takeover of Viewer Town, and now we are mm-hmm. the Nyaru Town. Yeah, we're Nyaru Town now. Congratulations! You are now, I am the new CEO. Good so, luck. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well, man, now Mighty Germs like bumped down the the ladder as the worst Viewer Town member even further. So he oh. is the worst Viewer Town member. Exactly. I t- see. No, oh my believe God. me. Oh man, I, I thought it was just a rumor. <laughs> I gotta work on my <laughs> work on my ratings. But yeah, you know, Offkai Expo is the first you know VTuber convention over here. Uh, it was held in the beautiful. <laughs> san jose california uh, a couple weeks ago and uh myself mighty germ was there along with nyaru too yeah i I wasn't there unfortunately (laughs) yeah you missed out all the fomo they were asking for me according to my uh, yeah according according to mighty germ people were clamoring about where the uh the host of your town was yeah they had signs up you know it's like everyone will come up to me and be like where's where's gorilla where's your co-host and i'm like huh you know it couldn't make it this time i had to you know <laughs> say all of the excuses how many excuses did you come up with for the weekend oh god well <laughs> let me i will like fill fill our uh listeners in on how this <laughs> how everything got started with off kai because you know oh, we yeah. need the context behind this um so it being uh yeah we're actually when did, where did you hear about it first because that was like mm-hmm. everyone seemed to hear about it off the grapevine somehow uh so i also work with this other convention called north of saddle festival it takes place in seattle um phoebe was the one that talked to them initially uh at one of their booths they had they had their at the, at the con so uh, she told. She, I think they. I think they initially agreed on something for her to come down to Akai Expo, and then eventually, uh, they kind of saw that he was part of Espro, and then they saw everyone Espro, and they're like, "Ooh, 
we like what we see here. So mm -hmm. then they contacted Ancho, and then that's how I knew about Akai Expo was technically through Phoebe, technically through North and South Festival. So lots of technicalities, but that's how I got to know about Akai Expo in the first place. Yeah, so it felt kind of weird because it seems like everybody heard from different places, like Mighty said. And I don't think they were very good at revealing uh, what they were. Because initially, I thought it was going to be like one of those um, like virtual cons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because, all, the because they, uh, at the first. And they weren't yeah. very uh, good at like revealing like, hey, what's actually going to, is this going to be like, the, mm -hmm. are the people showing up actually going to show up? Or are you going to have like a bunch of screens in a room? Yeah, that yeah. was one of the weird things like as a, because we're like, we're so used, like, I mean, I've been to a ton of cons and everything, but we're so used to it coming out like on a set schedule, you knew, you know, what was going to happen, everything. And this being their first con and being, you know, VTuber con virtual, we didn't know, like, are these people going to show up? Are they going to be behind like a, a screen where you can't see them, you know, fully yeah. remote? Like, so we had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> this but... was a real dumb really early as well it was like in january something mm -hmm. like that yeah yeah, this yeah was so that's around the time though. i got contacted for akai expo actually like around december 20 2021 january 2022 um and yeah it, it was it, it, i was also like kind of curious about it too because i was like okay as me as someone who came from like you know idol culture background i know what the word akai means it means offline so i assumed okay it's gonna be a physical event super cool but normal people who aren't accustomed to like those kind of like terminology or anything like that i was kind of worried for them i was like oh do they know what akai means or are they gonna see it as like another virtual con um but at the same time i'm also glad that like it turned out to be a virtual uh, not virtual a physical event because this is actually my first event coming back from covid uh i haven't been to a con since i think 2019 um like december 2019 was my last time and now it's 2022, and I'm I I, I really, it made me realize I love physical cons again. Yeah, Niara's back, baby. It's the same for me. I haven't been into a con since uh, COVID started either. Mm -hmm. And definitely, you know, me just being kind of like a normal, you know, like non, you know, VTuber person. It's like there was also a question of like, is this like a real thing? Like, mm -hmm. yeah, or... I remember like even like around January, February, everyone started like you know start. The ball really got rolling for Afkai when it came to like social media presence and everything. And I even saw people clowning, being like, oh, this is going to be another Dash Con. This is going to be another Flop Con or something like that. Uh, but it was funny because after the con, apparently everyone had major, major FOMO about not going. Because I mean, I thought it was that great. Yeah, it turned out awesome. You know, the, the, once I looked into who was running it, you know, they had legitimate resume and everything like that. So, but yeah. there's all there was always the problem of, you know, are people going to show up? The VTuber mm -hmm. audience being, you know, so primarily virtual, but you know, it kind of turned out, especially for a debut con, mm -hmm. had a nice, I guess, had a nice person. Um, well. I actually got to talk with the head con organizer when I was there, uh, just because we've been communicating online and then you know we see each other uh, face to face. Uh, rat, rat, oh, rat no, one rat. of them, yeah, rat. And uh, I was like telling them like, you know, for a first year, very niche, you know, hobby con, I don't, don't want to say hobby, but you know, it's a, it's a it's niche still, con, like, you know, that's yeah, very, still very, very common. Niche. Mm -hmm. Like you, like with Northwest Idol Festival, we had about like, I think it was like 200 plus 
show up and the idol scene itself is not really that big um here in the, here at least like in the united states but for this first year con being about vtubers where again like you said the online space is more has more population versus like the real life space it turned out really really good the final numbers i think were around like six or seven hundred total attendees yeah yeah they said at the closing uh i think it was like around 700 Mm -hmm. much more than i was expecting and you know it turned out to be a good like the hotel wasn't too crowded or anything like that but yeah there there are a couple things that go on (laughs) that went on that we'll talk about you know in a bit as well (laughs) (laughs) um but oh i just before we move on really quick i just want to say about rat rat um you know vice director of offkai um helped us a lot as well um i we ended up applying for press badge you know for offkai at the very last minute, because, you know, we're just like, hey, viewer town, we should like, you know, cover it, you know, shoot some video and, you know, do some interviews and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, why not? Right. So they helped us uh, get a last minute press badge. And then, you know, Rat also helped uh, set up the interview, you know, gave us space to do interviews and everything like that. So mm-hmm. just a big shout out off guy staff. Yeah, big shout out to all the staff too. Like, um, we'll talk about this later, but there were like a lot of um, staff and volunteers there. A lot of these people were also like, this is their first time kind of like running an event like by themselves, technically. Like, they had the experience and everything, but this was the first time venture for a lot of them, and they did such a good job. And I couldn't, I could not be prouder for uh, each, every single individual that put their heart and soul into Ofkai. Yeah, definitely. Also, um, speaking of like the kind of like the pre-con things, right? You guys had several panels set up as well. You know, your your uh, karaoke concert, mm-hmm. everything else. Was that set up like through like Espro? Did they organize all that, or were you guys like just like kind of submitted your own panel? Like, how did you actually get you know registered? So, for this kind of stuff? since we were, so I was a, a featured guest there. And usually, like, how cons go is when you're a featured guest, they give you, like, either a certain amount of hours to do panels, or they could give you, like, a a certain space to do, like, a panel or anything like that. Uh, So they allocated hours just for special guests. So we didn't need to go through a submission process or anything. They Mm -hmm. even gave us ideas about, like, what we can do. Like, for example, the idea to do the concert was on their part. So that's how, that's why we did the, I think it was, like, a three-hour long or two or three-hour long um space for me yodo and phoebe we each got 45 minutes into a performance and then they asked us after that do you have any panel ideas we have space allocated for you guys and that's where i was like let me do that cool panel about vtubing and idol culture and that's how i got to do that and then same exact thing for the meet and greet they just asked us are you interested in doing a meet and greet and we were like yeah let's do it so they allocated the hours for us and we were able to use that space in the meet and greet space to conduct our uh meet and greets yeah as the meet and greets that, that was a real real question mark for me right especially dealing with vtubers it's like how are they gonna this typical kind of idol culture thing how are they gonna translate it to people being in a physical event and meet and greeting with the uh with their vtubers and mm-hmm. um i guess it worked out well you know they had you know a separate room i mean i'm gonna i'll tell it from the perspective of you know someone just walking in you know, and they had it like like behind a little screen, so you had a little bit of privacy. You got to go in there, and they had a TV and camera set up where you talk to the uh, VTuber one on one. 
they usually had some sort of merchandise or something, and you can also take a picture with them. So I thought that was really cool. Like, you know, especially for like a first time thing. Uh, I think it does it cap. You know, do you think it like kind of captures that kind of idol, like handshake event <laughs> energy? It, it it honestly it kind of did because like if you ever go to like a traditional like idol handshake event in Japan, usually you know you like go you go into like their little slot and then the staff will tell you okay wait here while the other person goes and then uh they once that person is finished they send them over you have about like usually in Japan it's like thirty seconds or sometimes even 10 seconds, depending on which groups you go to. But for us, we had about, I think, like a minute to like three minutes each with each person. And then after that, you know, they would take a picture with us or whatever. And then they and then they would get like the little uh, print card that I hand autograph. Like I autographed mine 30 minutes before, actually. <laughs> and so those are fresh. And yeah, then they just went and then the cycle kind of continues. Yeah, they got like screens in Japan now too, so that even feels more segregated. Where mm -hmm. it's like a, there's like a screen between the person and the the idol. Oh yeah, I guess that's still because of COVID reasons and yeah, but but, also... it, but it still adds to like that like feels really similar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the similarity is definitely there. Unfortunately, they were doing like I know Phoebe was doing like the Polaroid thing. What's it like? It's called Checky. Mm -hmm. I, like... Yeah, Checkies. So she was taking Polaroids with their uh, mm -hmm. with their fans and meet and greet. That was also super cool, um, mm -hmm. as well. You know, just kind of merging of the two, the idol culture and the VTuber culture together. So that was neat to see. And I like I would think in the future, you know, each VTuber kind of have their own style of doing meet and greets, right? Yeah. Um, uh, so like an interesting thing about the meet and greet is that I saw, uh, I saw Phase Connect. They ran. A meet and greet for Lumi. Uh, oh yeah, a, a week after because she couldn't make it there, or rather, they like yeah. She, well, she was there, but she didn't have one, so they organized a meet and greet in their server for her. And I think there's one for Urika this week. Mm -hmm. So they're they're definitely playing. I think that's like something that's fun to experiment because you know, small corporal corporate VTubers are still kind of separated from their viewers mm -hmm. as, as far as like interactivity so having something like that but also like it's a unique experience you don't really get to have very often yeah like one-on-one -on -one time and again like this is like you brought up a good point gorilla this is something that wouldn't work for like a hollow live or niji sanji right it'd just be way too many people yeah. and just nightmare mm -hmm. so these the, the small corporations are kind of in that this is like maybe this is like one of their niches like they're in this they're in that kind of niche to like go to these type of events hold these meet and greets, hold them off, you know, purely online as well, while having still kind of manageable numbers. Yeah. Like, they, they, they're still working out, like, a niche for themselves. But I think this is something that can, they could take to their advantage. And all uh, well, did the, uh, actually, that, speaking of which, did, like, the Nishi Sanchi girls have meet and greets? They were, they no, were there. No, they did not. Yeah, they, they were just there for, like, a concert or something, right? Yeah, they they're were there the for the light, concert the Q &A. and the Q&A. Right. Yep, that's it. But the V-Shoujo, you know, there was V-Shoujo ones, uh, Iron Mouse mm -hmm. and uh, Melody had theirs. Yeah. Unfortunately, I did not like, get... Like, I, yeah, those ones you had to get tickets for. It was like a raffle. I, I wasn't able to... I tried, you know, I sp spun the wheel and did not get a ticket. Yeah. So. so, like, they, they'd have to do something like that. But even then, that was still, like, a huge... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's huge. Huge line from, like, Oh, whatever. okay. The line, the lines, girl, the lines. Okay. So the lines are kind of funny, right? 
because I ended up uh, standing in line uh, for Pippa's meet and greet. And um, this is another like, you know, con culture thing, right? When you're standing in a line, you're standing in a line to meet your favorite VTuber or whatever. And you're just like talking with the people there. You know, people are taking pictures with each other, you know, showing off stuff, you know, really, really that that kind of, you know, camaraderie, that kind of social community thing. That's kind of that you get in, in person, right? Mm-hmm. We even, they even had, um, I believe, you know, and they had Fates Connect staff there, you know, I believe like Sakana was there, you know, some, um, you know, Boo was Boo. there, Boo was, Boo there, was there and some, they were like walking there, they were walking the line, talking to people, you know, like just being part of that community, which was really cool. And I also, I also saw, so it was far enough away that, you know, it was in a, in a kind of like a private room. So you couldn't see what was going on, but you could definitely hear some things. So you would occasionally hear in Pippa's line, you hear Pippa like screaming or being really loud or something, right? <laughs> but you couldn't actually make out what was what they were saying. So what how the, big was the room? It was like, from, I, from, from like the pictures I've seen, it was like they just took like one of the panel rooms and then they just repurposed it. It seems smaller than the panel room. It's like a like a like a normal size bedroom, you know, like maybe like like a oh no, it's like a little bit bigger than that. Maybe it was like a 15 by 15 room or something. I would like completely spitballing. Um, but definitely big enough to have a TV, a person in the middle, some privacy yeah. screen, right? Uh, but yeah, so we heard Pippa scream uh, and we see this guy like running out of the panel room, uh, clutching his chest and looking like looking downcast and downtrodden. And I'm like, and I actually like called out the guy. I was like, dude, are you all right? And he was like, just like kind of shakes his head and like moves along. <laughs> so I thought nothing, you know, I thought, okay, you know, people, some people are going to be nervous meeting their, their Oshi or whatever, right? Come to find out later that maybe like someone like tried to propose to Pippa or something oh like something extremely cringe like that. And I'm like, oh, this is the exactly wrong VTuber to do this to. Could you see like the setup they had? Like, what what happens if you just took like the like equipment? What like oh in that room? Yeah, like what if somebody just ran out with the equipment? There was, always, no, no. there was always like staff members. Yeah, there was there, a staff so. member. There's only one door in and out, and there was a staff <laughs> member me. there permanently. So I'll stop you. Yeah, <laughs> I had I, I the secret the secret streaming room was right next to you, and if I heard you take it, I would have bolted <laughs> oh, the oh, fuck out. Even, oh, that's even better. I get to see you in person. <laughs> I mean, I attended physically. People saw me physically. Whatever. So. <laughs> well, next year, will you do an in-person meet and greet? I haven't thought about that yet. Because, yeah. like, me personally, like, I'm okay if I'm, like, at the booth or, like, just walking around. People recognize me. I'll say hi. But as for, like, official, like, activities and, like, events and things like that, um, I really haven't decided if I really want to go forward with, like, a Phoebe-style 2.5D idol experience. Yeah. Because yeah. um, that seems like a I, whole, I, like, buying into that, doing that thing, right? Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, something I mentioned during my panel was, like, you know, with, you know, being an idol, you really have to make your physical presence known. You have to be very, very intimate uh, and, you know, put you, put really, really put yourself out there. And that's something I really admire about Phoebe already. Like she already puts herself out there so much and she's able to like, you know, create a lot of good community and boundaries like between everyone, just despite having like that physical presence. Uh, Cause you know how most of the community feels about like showing faces and everything. Oh yeah. Like, that was a whole nother people... thing. Right. Are people going to, yeah. Be- yeah. I, I, actually, I actually wanted to ask about that. Did you guys get, did you guys like ask anybody or talk about that at all? Like, 
Um, people. Okay, so here's what happened with me. People would come up to me, and like they'd be like, "Hey, are you Nyaru?" And I, and I, well, I would say like, "Yeah, that's me." And surprisingly, everyone was really respectful about it. Um, there were a couple of people that did ask me for like pictures, but I told them, "Hey, I'm more than happy to take a picture with you, but just don't post it like on social media or anything like that." And but but overall, like I was really just surprised that people were very respectful. Even though like my my favorite my favorite saying for the whole weekend was, "I'm sorry, I ruined your um uh, what, what is it? What did I say? Ruin sorry, ruined your, your... Mer- immersion. Mer- <laughs> immersion. Your immersion. Yeah, I ruined. I'm sorry, I ruined your immersion. But it's super nice to meet you. That I I literally say that every time I greeted myself to someone. Uh, but and most I... of the people most of the people were like very nice about it. I was I, really I think expecting. That was, like, one of the, like the concerns early on was that mm-hmm. you know it's. Having having a convention like an offline in per- physical convention for something like this is a little bit, I, I suppose, counterintuitive, just because yeah. of like just because of the culture and not really uh, wanting to meet these people or not mm-hmm. not wanting to like perceive these people, I should say. And yeah. they they did do like a really good job with um, preserving some of that, but you know a lot of people were content creators before VTubings. Mm-hmm. So they were com- they were comfortable with showing showing up, so I wonder if there was like a culture clash there. I I kind of felt it honestly because like especially like I said with Phoebe, she's already done this so much as like you know being a physical idol before VTubing, and you know I, every time she would come out, she like she would always have like people coming up and saying hi to her and like they recognize her and everything. And I had a little bit of that myself because um, as y'all know, I've done idol activities like in the past before some people actually do know what i look like physically and mm-hmm. i had some people would be like oh i followed you since like you did your idol festival stuff and you came here and you did like this and this and it's super happy to see you like growing as a vtuber i'm like wow thank you it, it, it's really nice honestly to hear that you know even people who you know followed you for so long are able to like support you in these new activities but you know also grow into like the sort of vtubing culture as well where they're like super respectful if you don't want to show your face or if you do like they're still respect they're, they're all just very respectful the whole con was so respectful about it yeah. again i was really surprised i was really expecting something cringe to happen but nothing yeah. happened right. i mean honestly because they had no way of enforcing it right like the funny thing is that like you know as cringe as some people are i, I can't imagine somebody would like pay their money and then go around just shitting on people <laughs> Uh, you'd be surprised. Yeah, you would the, think the con scene, the con, well, the general con scene, not like you know the VTubing scene or anything, but general con, they could get pretty catty. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can, I can imagine that, but maybe not like publicly, right? And especially uh, just being a first-year uh, thing, right? Yeah, especially being a first-year, there's not really nothing much. I guess yeah. like yeah, we'll, we'll see next. We'll, we'll see next year. Next year will be the real test of that, right? Because people yeah. know what it is. Mm-hmm. It's a known quantity. There's probably going to be many, many more VTubers there. Everyone who missed out. Definitely a lot more viewers, too. I, I really feel yeah. like it's going to be doubling in their attendance next year. I wonder if they have to get to a new hotel. That's what I was wondering, too. I um Like, I love the hotel. I actually genuinely like the hotel they were at. Even though, like, the hotel rooms and the actual comp part were pretty far from each other. Hey, give me a good workout. <laughs> <laughs> but I... I don't know. I really liked it. The one thing I did like the most about it is I had no trouble getting cell service or like internet phone service at all during the weekend. I was able to communicate with everyone 
during the con, make sure I was like keeping in contact with my family, like no issues with that. And I kind of worry that like, since this is such an internet focused con and I feel like this is the one venue that can provide these sort of services, at least in San Jose, I'm just worried like if they move somewhere else, they're going to kind of like lose that and then like possibly have to pay more for like internet services or, you know, like good, good internet connections you know right because the big question was and i think this is part of the reason that they had everything in person was that they weren't sure they could stream it from an internet point of view right if the internet was mm-hmm. good enough for them to stream multiple panels at the same time i know they had some they, even like with the setup they had there you know they had a little bit of delay uh with the with the virtual panels and the audience was delayed about five seconds right yeah, it was about a five-second delay. So the method that we used for streaming was called RTMP, and usually they connect it. So we put in, like, a cool little, like, stream address and a stream uh, password or key or something uh, on our OBSs, and then we stream directly to, like, a... like our, They think of it like our own little, like, Twitch server. Okay. okay. And then uh, they pop it out onto a screen, and then that's how they kind of showed us. But there is a big lag with it. I've used this method so many times for... Uh, series i events uh like their online concert events that they would do and every time i would do like i would finish a song or like i would do like my catchphrase uh i would always have to wait like five or six seconds for like the the chat to at least react so when i heard they were doing this method i'm like okay i gotta take that into account um and apparently there's a lot of people's first time using the specific method uh the other method that they had was ping Ping, uh, ping.gg, which you should go definitely check them out, please. Uh, not sponsored, I, I promise. Say, are you sponsored by me? <laughs> not sponsored, <laughs> but they, it's a really good service. And uh, that's how that's actually what we use for the meet and greets, though. Uh, so we would just log on to our little, the little ping room that they had, and then they would slap our uh, our screens onto the TV, and then bada-bing, bada-boom, we, we got ourselves a meet and greet. And there was no lag on that one, though. Yeah, yeah. There was no lag on the meet and greets. And also, there was a couple... I know they had, like, Iron Mouse around on, a like, an iPad with a camera mm-hmm. that people could... And I think that's awesome, too, right? For people who actually can't yeah. be there, you can have, like, that setup. That was, like, there was someone in the vendor hall as well. I think Abigail had a little... Just in the vendor hall, you know, on a little iPad, had a camera, a two-way camera set up. You could just talk to the VTuber, right? And there's, mm-hmm. like, people crowding around it. It was, like, like a little event. You know, and then you know, Gunrad was was running around with the with the V um, the V Sojo uh, idol or <laughs> V Sojo VTubers on uh you know like a big like tripod looking thing. So yeah, so I was gonna ask how did uh how did the panel POV look? Because I know that you could see like the audience in the room and everything. How was that like? What was that like? Um, you know, like from the perspective of like the VTuber or the yeah from from the the VTuber. Oh. Uh, so we were able to see the audience, which was really, really cool. I actually didn't expect that. I was just expecting to, like, hear them. Uh, but we were able to see everyone. Uh, so how they had it set up was one side would be, like, our screen slash projector playing us. And then the other side is where they had, like, the little camera and, like, the kind of, like, tech center where they would help everyone, like, get up on the screen and make sure the RTMP method was working properly. Um... And then on top of that screen was like the little camera that was just pointing at the audience. And it was at an angle, so it wasn't like directly in front of everyone. It was like towards like a corner. Right. There are but... definitely blind spots. So I, I don't think you can yeah, see the whole room. Yeah, definitely blind spots. 
Um, because I think the rooms could hold, I, I would guess, like roughly 100 people. And the panels had pretty good attendance. Like, uh, Yeah, I was really surprised on my panel. I was expecting like not a lot of people to show up just because like there's a whole bunch of other like cool stuff happening in the Plus main you were events, like the but... first one, like one of the first ones. Yeah, I was, one of the fir- <laughs> I was the first one to do a lot of things, actually. Like I was the first one to do a panel in that room. First one to do to to be the experiment meet and greet monkey. Yes. Um, <laughs> the guinea and, pig. Yeah, it was really the guinea pig, which I didn't mind. I'm so used to doing like guinea pig esque like testing for cons, anyways. And everything was it was just really smooth. <laughs> Again, well, it was a really really smooth setting up and everything. Yeah, there there were a couple issues though. I went to mm. a panel, late night panel. Uh, actually, it was like Power Nelson's panel, right? Late at night, mm. uh, him and uh, Bunzel, you know, noted a viewer town guest, and there was some sort of internet issue, and I guess it was on their end because, like, yeah, but it had them mm. like freezing on the screen for like minutes at a time, but they could still hear mm-hmm. the audience while <laughs> while they were, like their expressions were just frozen on the screen. So uh, I think we chalked so that I up to expl- good old Comcast. Yeah. So I can actually explain why they could hear the audience, but they weren't able to, like, you know, reply or anything. So, yes, uh, for the RTMP method, it does require both ends to have good internet. And if you don't have good internet, um, then the the connect, the connect you connecting to that one, it, it'll just get messed up. So, yeah, fuck Comcast is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Second, the reason why they were able to still hear the audience is because the audience was actually be a, being viewed through ping. So if you're able to, you know, get ping working and everything, you'll still be able to look at the audience and like hear them and everything, which is kind of weird now that I kind of say it in words, like that they were able to like still view and hear the audience, but then they were having internet issues with art. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it, was, sucks, maybe it was their man. upload, you know? Yeah, their upload speed too. Yeah, there could be a variety of reasons, but it does require both ends to have like very stable internet. Mm-hmm. But it was a good thing. Because I know. Yeah. Oh. Oh, you no, no, no! It was a good thing because, like, the <laughs> we actually had the audience take over. So when the you know when the when the stream wasn't working, we had some of the people in the audience come up to the mic and tell some of their stories as well to kind of fill in the mm-hmm. dead air. The viewers, <laughs> the viewers the taking viewers control saved. of the situation. No, <laughs> viewers save Chubas once again. <laughs> once again. Without, we keep having to bail you out of us, situations. Without us, they're nothing. <laughs> actually. Oh god. But yeah, I like I wouldn't be surprised if Ping or someone else like moved into this kind of realm of doing remote plus live collaboration like tools, software, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But uh speaking of viewers though, like what was it like meeting them for the first time? For like everybody involved, like you, your your uh company mates, even Mighty Germ. Like what oh, was it what was oh. it like, what was it like meeting? your friends so i was expecting myself to not be as social as i thought i would because like again this is my first con since rona and i was i was like i was excited for it at the same time i was like i'm not excited for the social part as of yet oh i'm a hermit i'm sorry (laughs) i was like i was like oh man my social battery is gonna be drained by the first day i'm not even gonna want to come out of my room or anything but (laughs) surprisingly like you know meeting phoebe this is my first time meeting phoebe ever um i've seen phoebe before at other california events uh just because we we tend to go to like a lot of the same events um before rona and but i was too much of a pussy to go up to her as as you can tell oh my god and (laughs) 
multiple times, mind you. Just not just one time, multiple times I've seen her. And I was all all times pussy pussied out. But this time, you know, since we're in the same agency, we kind of have to meet each other because we're gonna be working together. So I had to uh th- I had to like rip off my my pussy and just be like, I, I can't I can't have you this week and I gotta I gotta man up. Um and yeah, it was it was really nice meeting her for the first time. And then uh, only one Esper staff member was able to be there, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was Ichan, which Germ, you talked to them before, and it was super nice meeting them too. They picked me up from the airport, and then they they kind of kept track of me all throughout the weekend because I have this thing. I don't know for yes. those who have been to cons before. Ichan was your your your, your, your chaperone. I had. Make like make sure Niara goes to bed. You know, buy buy Niara food so she doesn't you know forget to eat during the con. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like uh, during, so we had to leave like midway through the um the Nijisanji karaoke because our pizza was here and each I was like, come on, yeah, we gotta we gotta go eat our pizza. And I'm like, okay, but but Pong was gonna see. No, let's go get our pizza. I swear, I swear <laughs> you guys are like Tamagotchis where you have to make sure like you feed your VTuber and water, hydrate your VTuber. <laughs> That's the viewer experience TM. Yeah, it really, it really <laughs> is. Sometimes, someone should yeah. actually come out with those like little like VTuber like Tamagotchis. Oh my God, please. Have to like water, hydrate it, oh. and feed it. I would totally, if I could find somewhere like a, like a cheap Chinese knockoff producer place, I would totally get one of me. Yeah, that'll be fun, like little merch things. Like if they weren't, if they weren't like that mm-hmm. expensive to make, like you can make it like very, very simple. That's a good idea. Yeah. All right, this is viewer town, a uh, patent, you know, number 57. Yeah, right, right, write, that down. <laughs> <laughs> write that down. Write that down, write that down. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, um, in terms of meeting other viewers, like it was definitely a great experience. And, you know, I met people that, you know, I've only talked to online a bunch and new people were generally very friendly as well, but you still get this, you know, um, a little, like, they're not like antisocial or anything, but sometimes you have to, you know, kind of prod people out of their shell. Right. Um, and I've talked to a lot of people in the halls and stuff. A lot of people were surprised I came all the way from the East coast. (laughs) So like, (laughs) because definitely like the California kind of niche con culture is kind of its own thing. Right. Or the West coast thing where a lot of them you know will travel a lot to go to those cons local cons but where it was really fun was you know they had the room parties right uh, oh yeah oh. so the room party saga in off guy was was a little funny right so they had them for mm-hmm. uh you know friday night saturday night and there was an unofficial one on sunday night as well didn't didn't only like you win <laughs> no, 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 no 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 we had a bunch of people in our group that went um but friday night um I didn't get to go to them because there was like cons and other things I was going or panels and other things I was going to, but I was going to show up to, at like, you know, 10, 11 or so turn to find out that the room parties got shut down. Now <laughs> the room parties were <laughs> on, on floor. They were like on floor two of the hotel, right? There's like three or four parties, you know, drinks and karaoke and all that kind of good stuff. And they got noise complaints because apparently there's like a bunch of, there was like a nurse's convention or something like that. And they were all staying on room or floor two. And apparently like I've talked to some of the con staff and they're like, uh, you know, they weren't supposed to like book, you know, put us in the same floor. Right. But it just ended up that way and people were too loud. So they had a little off guy they had a person off guy person sitting in the chair in front of the elevators on floor two turning people away <laughs> that the party's over uh so they um so that kind of put a damper on things that was a friday night and saturday mm-hmm. night they just kind of moved all the room parties to the first floor 
Like, I don't know how they like got the rooms or <laughs> I don't know how this, how, I how Akai arranged this, but all, they just got moved to like, four rooms. So like sometimes cons will like rent out just like extra rooms just for like storage space or for like staff space or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So what probably happened was they converted like a space that they already had reserved mm -hmm. probably for something else. But they converted it into like the, the for example the karaoke room. room, which the, which was not officially sanctioned by the con. It was like one of those supposed to be like a room party, but they moved all the karaoke people down into one room, and they had a cute little neon sign. It's a karaoke. Oh yeah, that was awesome. It, I, I'm really glad. I'm really glad that they like you know compromised because if this was like a bigger con, I feel like they would have been like, nah, you're out of luck. See you next year, something like that. But. Uh, Akai really did care about like every single aspect, whether it be attendees, uh, party hosts, guests, their own staff. Like I, I, again, a very nice turnout, uh, very nice results of bad events and stuff like. I, I guess I don't know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, definitely, just like to go back to room parties real quick. The the people I met there, you know, like a lot of just normal normal VTubers or normal fans and viewers and all that. Um, you know, they were having VTuber themed drinks, you know, little mm. cocktails and everything. It was a really fun experience. I got to talk to people, a lot of local people. I got to talk to like a viewer that like only knew about like Nishi Shanji and Hollow Life, right? They didn't know about any like the small corporate, any indie VTubers at all. And he was like, wow, mm -hmm. I just didn't know about any of this other stuff, the VTuber stuff, right? He just decided to come. So, you know, that's another person whose, you know, eyes were opened, you know, to the kind of wild, uh, wider. <laughs> I can't speak today. The wider world of uh, VTubing, which is like yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of people were like that, especially like okay, so, I, so like during my meeting grade, I would ask people like, "Hey, is this like your first time coming back to a con during after Rona, or is this like your first ever con?" And like I would say, about half the people that were there either this is their first con after Rona or this is their first time ever coming to a convention. And most of the first timers, you know, they only knew about like, for example, Fee Shoujo or um, Hololive or Niji Sanji. And um, I got a lot of people coming to me even afterwards saying like, well, I didn't know that like, you know, VTubers here, or there was like VTuber, other VTubers. And I'm really glad that I went because now I have a more open mind. And I'm really glad that was the case. That was one thing I was really afraid about. It was like, oh, people aren't going to come for the Nichi Sanji stuff and then like leave. Or people are going to come for like the V-Shoja stuff and leave. But the amount of open minds that were there just astonished me so much to the point where I, I was really proud of myself for making such like a great impression and, you know, getting, possibly getting a lot of them to, you know, look at other indie VTubers or smaller VTuber corporations. Yeah, so I think like the panels did a really nice job with that because um mm -hmm. there was a lot of indie vtuber panels and there was actually a lot of like small corporate vtuber panels so even if people you know didn't really get interested there was just so many of them that they were gonna draw some kind of crowd some of them right so i, I think that was really cool and even even though like some of the panels were kind of kind of eh in concept it's still really nice to have like people from, you know, I guess not like the big leagues speak about stuff and you get to hear them and, you know, just exposure. like actually get to talk. Yeah. yeah get actually get to talk to them and stuff like that. Yeah. Where I, I think that's like, um, I think people who showed up for like the, the Nishi Sanji and Vishojo, I think they were expecting that, that 
they were just going to get a show. They weren't going to get like any interaction. So they would have, so, and, but the thing is you're at a con for three days. What are you going to do? You're not going to, you're not just going to be like, you're not just going to sit in your hotel all day. You're going to go look at stuff. Well, that's the advantage mm -hmm. of having an in-person event, right? When you're online, someone's online attention is, it's very kind of fickle. Like if they're not doing something they'd like, they can obviously like just watch some other YouTube videos, Twitch stream or yeah, whatever. Like if, you're on, if you're online, you have so much available to you. But if you're like there, especially since you guys flew in, uh, you, you're you just stuck there. Yeah. And, and when you're stuck there, you... You're going to say, let's go to a panel. Let's go to, yeah, to, let's, to let's go. Let's go see what Power Nelson's doing at 11 o'clock. Or let's, mm -hmm. let's go meet this... Uh, brown idol chick, or <laughs> like what? What is it? What is this? What is this other girl talking about singing or whatever? Oh, she looks cute. Or you just go to like, the, the, the arcade or the vendor hall and stuff like this. There's just always there's something mm -hmm. to do. Yeah. Go to a room party. But then you like you're at the arcade, you're playing games and stuff. You meet guys because I saw like there were people streaming at the event, or you're like at the vendor hall and you're talking to like uh, Sakana, and he's like, hey. You know, you like these girls, they, their names are, et cetera. I run Face Connect. Oh, man. And <laughs> yeah, that was crazy, too. <laughs> um, again, like, one thing that you get online is kind of this kind of, you know, like, like the separation between the VTubers, the viewers, the like the staff of the companies and everything like that. And Offkai just felt very, like, intimate. You could go up, you know, you could go up to the Face Connect people if you want to, their staff, and talk to them and have a conversation, right? You can talk to all these viewers and stuff in the hallway or a VTuber or whatever. And it just felt natural, right? It just felt like you guys were all just hanging out, being fans and having fun, right? It didn't feel like you were <laughs> nervous to talk to someone or like, you know, it'd be out of line to just, you know, walk up and have a conversation. Like I literally walked up to, to Gun Run, you know, from V Sojo and just started a conversation and it just became a thing. Yeah, like I the art was that. there and like just people, it just became a nice little conversation. I'm like, this would not have happened in like a, like a YouTube chat room or like a Twitch stream or something, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Impossible. Even a Discord server. Or a Discord server, like... or nothing. Mm -hmm. There's yeah, such an like, advantage um... to like being in person. And I really hope that, you know, with the success of Offkai, that people can see like the advantage of like bringing in VTubers to physically meet people, whether it be like through a meet and greet or having like an interactive panel or things like that. Yeah. And I hope they keep. Like, I know they said they would like to stream it next year, but I hope it keeps a strong, like, in-person uh, feel to it, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't become a thing where, like, the majority of the, the attendants are, you know, streaming it or whatever. I hope it really keeps that strong in-person attendance because I think that's important and it's something you don't really get in the VTuber. Like, so many people in this scene are, like, isolated, right? You know, mm -hmm. pandemic, at home or whatever, and just being able to kind of restore a lot of that in-person, like, camaraderie is great. Yeah. And like, I, I totally see, here's the thing. I'm kind of split on that. Cause like, I can see the advantage of having like maybe certain events streamed, like things in like the main stage. But, uh, the thing is con like cons, like physical cons, no one, there's never really such thing as streaming even before like Rona. So like streaming your panel or anything like that, that was kind of like unheard of. Like you had to be there to see this panel. Like you had to go physically, uh, so now that there's like such an expectation, which I guess we can kind of blame Rona for that because, you know, everything was like online events and online conventions. I kind of like put that into place, but I really hope that people 
don't ask for every single event to be streamed just because I really want Opkai to drag to like, you know, bring in more people, bring in more physical warm bodies right. because that will keep the event alive. And if they stream everything, especially for free, it's really not going to help the event. So um, if you're one of those people that did ask like for Opkai to stream everything, you know, take into consideration that if they were to stream all this for free, how would they be able to run like their event next year if they don't get those warm physical bodies to come to that set event, you know? Right. And it's like the hotel, you know, the part of that's the deals they make with the hotel and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And any vendors, like especially like the vendors, right? The, the people in the vendors hall, hall and artist alley and stuff yeah. like that are dependent on physical bodies being there, right? And if everything is streamed. So um, I think, I mean, you could have some compromises, obviously. You can have like, okay, I, I know some of them recorded the panels show the panels later yeah. after the con or something like that or like you said record or stream maybe the concerts right because the concerts aren't really a interactive event you know but I like mm -hmm. i like being in a panel and being able to ask a question or something like that and it you know mm -hmm. a bunch of people being online and having a, a chat and stuff like that might kind of ruin that that feel a little bit yeah it'll ruin the hashtag immersion <laughs> Yeah, uh, honestly, I don't think there were that many that were streamed. At least I didn't see many of them. Uh, no. Some people, after the con, like, they would restream. Like, like for me, I did a re a rerun of my panel, and I also did a rerun of my off-kai set list, uh, just to give, like, those the opportunity to see it. But I think, like, streaming the event as it happens, it just... Yeah, I don't no, think, I, I, don't, I, I mean, I, mm -hmm. think, I think what you're doing is fine, and I think, like... Because everybody got recordings of their stuff, so they could just put it out there, and I think that's fine. But yeah, we got we got to you... keep the the live experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Speaking of besides, besides, even if it was stream, I don't think it would feel the same. Oh no, definitely <laughs> no, definitely, not. definitely, definitely not. So, so, I, so I still think there's like some, yeah, some value. There's always going to be value for showing up physically. Yeah, and I think <laughs> I think like you know like recording it is like a good um, middle ground there. Yeah, definitely. Especially because some people, because like if also if you stream it, like like who's getting you know paid for it? You know, like if it's not free, if they start to charge for it, like it becomes a mess, right? Because you have you're dealing with a whole yeah. bunch of different companies and a bunch of independent VTubers as well, and yeah. So I think I think just having it close to what they have now, you know, maybe do some recordings or just specific events, maybe streamed by specific, you know. Like com like like companies holding their own events, but overall, I love the in person feel of it, and mm -hmm. definitely, I mean, it'd be it'd be interesting to see it when it's bigger, right? Yeah, definitely. I really do feel that it's going to be doubling next oh, year. Yeah. I mean, at least. Yeah, mm -hmm. people got a taste of it now. <laughs> and there's all this other stuff, like obviously, you know, you had the official events going on, like the panels, the meet and greets, and the 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 concerts and karaoke you know, even like the tournaments and everything like that. But there's a lot of other stuff happening. Like, um, again, so Veertown had the press press badge, right? So I was like, okay, I have to, just, <laughs> have to justify getting this, right? So yeah, you ran, you, uh, you ran all over the place. Yeah, I ran, I ran all over the place, taking a lot of footage uh, that we still need to edit. Like, I would have hoped to have it out by now, but I had a very, very busy IRL schedule. Like right after Akai, I was headed... Uh, you know, to somewhere for work. And then, you know, so basically uh, <laughs> like this week, I'm just getting home, you know, starting to 
be able to catch up on all this this uh, backlog stuff. But yeah, yeah we held we had uh, three interviews um, as part of like the viewer town coverage of the event. So we had you know of course Nyaro here gave us a nice uh, interview as well as her courtmate uh, Phoebe. And uh, Kisaka Toriyama also gave us an interview, and we'll be releasing that content, you know, as we finish it, hopefully uh, soon. We plan to make a kind of like a recap coverage video and also release the interviews as well. Based. Based. Yeah. Which was <laughs> based on what? These dots on your chin. Aha, got it. Which was also. Man, how, man, how come how come Niaru gets stabbed two interviews? Yeah, Niaru gets that, like, oh, oh my God. But. <laughs> well, now you got to interview Phoebe and Kisa. You got to have them on here now. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I definitely have them on here. I need to make sure I get their content out because man, that whole thing was kind of nerve wracking for me, right? Because it's like, it's not like I've interviewed. I've like, I've interviewed people for like jobs before, right? But I've definitely not mm-hmm. like super experienced in terms of in-person interviews. So I had to set up like the everything kind of last minute. Plus, you know, I was had a little assistant <laughs> and they weren't available for the first two uh, interviews. They might have been sleeping a little bit from <laughs> too much partying the last day. So next. Uh- but honestly, no, Jeremy, you did, you did such a good job. And this is coming from someone who's done interviews in the past and he has been around the con scene and has done my own press stuff. And when I, when me and Phoebe were serious about, like we were serious when we say like, this is one of our best interviews we've done. Cause you oh, actually went to our come panels. On. No, I'm, no, no, no. I'm, we're being serious when we say this. We, we said this so many times to you. Like we really are super impressed that you actually went to our panels. You did research. Cause like, trust me, not a lot of press people do that. Okay. You think it's like, kind of basic yes it's like just doing due diligence right like if you're gonna interview yeah exactly it's basic you think this is basic but you'd be surprised how people just kind of get the press and then just like don't really do much with it or do the bare minimum so they can you know get the free badge or whatever well i mean what can you say good help is hard to find right like maybe Mm -hmm. those people just re-roll it too much <laughs> I, I mean i'm kind of surprised again like i kind of got the press badge at the last minute right and we it's not like we had a super impressive resume <laughs> well, i on, mean but... it's good for, it's good for them regardless right. to like have people talking about it because what we're by the time we're releasing this stuff it's gonna be like what a month out and it's just gonna keep their the off kind name in circulation oh yeah yeah so, we want to like yeah we want to keep keep it you know keep it in people's minds especially you know, they're going to start planning for next year's con probably, you know, fairly soon as well. At, le- at least get an idea of who's going to be interested and where they're going to help hold and all that stuff. So just getting more eyes and ears on it will be great. And I don't know if anyone else, mm-hmm. I know a couple of people, I know Leaflet had a little recap stream. Oh, and uh, Pippa, Pippa was doing this like live, you know, looking at people's, you know, tweets and everything and having <laughs> kind of like a live all guy review on her stream, which was also kind of awesome. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I think we're gonna get a lot more of that next uh, next year. Yeah, especially for people who can't be there, the people who are just there virtually. You know, if they have someone feeding them, you know, pictures or just like tweet reading the tweets or stuff from Discord or whatever and commenting on it, that's a cool kind of immersive thing, right? And that that can be for someone again, people who are virtual that are you know, if we're not streaming the event, that could still be part of the participation in the event you know you can have the vtubers kind of you know mm-hmm. holding their own kind of quote-unquote fresh coverage of the event for people who can't be there 
and you know afterwards you know they could you know watch the panel uh recordings if they wish or you know any of that stuff so i think there's like a lot of kind of like cross-pollination that kind of a lot of like promotion that could be untapped done potential mm-hmm. there's a lot of untapped actually funny that you mentioned that me and phoebe were actually planning to do like two streams together during off kai uh like at the hotel like during it oh man that's a lot yeah like during it we were gonna do something but we our schedules got way too out of hand to the point where we just kind of like forgot about it we woke up sunday morning and we were like huh we forgot to do those streams oh well yeah that's the same thing i <laughs> uh, felt like like i wanted to go to a, like a ton more channels and events but i just ended up editing video yeah. in my hotel room after you know having the interviews and stuff yeah, yeah for like, sure. you're I was going to ask, since you guys were super busy, like, what panels did you guys go to? Uh, the only panel I have vivid remember remembrance of is Kisa's VTuber Two Truths and a Lie panel, because that was the panel me and Ichan went to go eat our pizza at. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh, it's empty. Uh, let's just eat our pizza there. We can support Kisa at the same time. So we ate our pizza. <laughs> we ate our pizza. Jerk sat actually next to us. So that was funny too. So we ate each other eat pizza. We had the water thing right there. We were I did just not like, get any pizza, we like, unfortunately. Cap, no cap at, at Kisa. And yeah, it was fun. Yeah, only I think only went like five or six actual like sit down panels. Um, because I was just running around doing a ton of stuff. Uh, but next next year when Viewer Town comes in force. You know, we'll have plenty of people covering all the uh, the panels and events and stuff. Which actually, you know, I'm looking at the schedule again. Oh, wait, go ahead, uh, Gorilla. Yeah, to be determined. Yeah, to be determined. <laughs> Maybe you'll actually be there, Gorilla. You know, your presence was sorely missed. Um, but I was also surprised at the variety of panels, right? One thing, like, going into it, I was like, are they just going to have a bunch of panels where it's like, I'm ex-VTuber talking about myself? You know, not really a ton of... Oh, I was really scared of yeah. that. But there was a, a good mix of panels from just like practical ones, you know, how to how to build your website to, or like network or do how to do this and that's the AS there was a good ASMR one that Muga did that I sat in on a little bit until I had to go to my next event. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh yeah, there was a lot of like tutorial panels, there was a lot of like educational lecture panels. Uh the only thing I wish that there was more of was more, I guess like Cause it's funny, it's funny that we were talking about like, you know, interaction with all the VTubers and everything, but I really wish there was more interactive panels where you can do like a, like a cute face, like the, like the face connect Kahoo, or we could do like Jackbox games to just like chill out and like host, host something for the viewers, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean like Kisaka's uh, panel was a little like that. It was like a little game show thing, right? Yeah, was, exactly. Uh, had the that's, audio. that's definitely what I want to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have a good, a good mix of like, kind of like the fun like in-person, uh, you know, interactive events. You have a good mix of the uh, like informative or educational ones, and there's a bunch of like just like just, just like random history ones too. Stuff you wouldn't know. Like I know like there's the Shirelli Lee, uh, VTubing Origins one. There's a lot of like history mm-hmm. ones where you might not know like these little corners of like VTuber <laughs> VTubing forbidden lore, right? Mm-hmm. And again, like it's so important when you're gonna have a an event with a bunch of people who might only be exposed to a very very small section of the community to know that there's so much out there you know these people are looking they're looking at the schedule and like oh that looks you know i didn't know what that was right Mm -hmm. that was definitely me every time i went to a con like you're there you might as well do something maybe learn a thing or two yeah yeah or get to know some people 
Yeah. Did you meet anyone that you've like at the con that now you're like talking to after the after the fact? Mm, probably a lot with Kisa. Definitely Kisa. Um, Phoebe definitely a lot. Like we we would talk like you know regularly and you know like our escort chats and everything. But I feel like we've gotten a lot more closer. Um, definitely uh, my staff member Ichan gotten a lot closer with him too. Uh, yeah, I think that's all. That's all really, <laughs> I'm a little closer with Face Connect people now too. I guess. Um, did people you know, did people ever DM you? Uh, uh, did you ever DM? Pussy, I'm sorry. Nyar, <laughs> no. Okay, no. so so viewer town listeners, oh, viewer town listeners, I went out to bat for Niaru, right? She was no. she didn't want to. She was she was scared, you know, to DM Pippa or whatever, right? So I was like, I'm just gonna go to the Pippa meet, meet and greet. You know, I don't really watch Pippa that often, but uh, I'll just go and I'll just you know I'll go to bat Niaru, tell her that she, uh, you know, she should DM her. And of course, you know, I'll represent Viewer Town, you know, shill the podcast and that all. And that uh, backfired on me. <laughs> so I go in there, you know, talking, you know, talking all high and mighty and like, I'm mighty German for Viewer Town podcast. Have you heard, heard of us? People was like, no. Who? Who? <laughs> Literally who? <laughs> well, well, the thing is, she, she, she must have seen our Twitter page because she retweeted something that we posted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, but, score one hey, for the good, score one for the good guys. Yeah, but yeah, but true Pippa fashion is just like instant, uh, <laughs> just like the instant. Hey, hey instant come on, we'll down. Get, you can get to know us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was you no, know, she was really fun, and you know, I you know, I told her to to DM Niaru or Niaru to DM her, and you know, look, you know, all that work for nothing, as Niaru has not DM Pippa yet. We have interacted on Twitter. Oh my, that doesn't at least ten times. Actually, ten times interaction equals one DM. That's a start. You have to start. You got to start small, Germ. You, you don't get it. You, you just can't go out all up chat on on a VTuber and be like, "Hi, I'm Mighty Germ from Viewer Town Podcast," and then they tell you, "Literally, who are you?" That's like that's what I did though. Okay, yeah, but that's like the equivalent yeah, then, yeah, of your Oshi reading your DM but never responding to it. Yeah, but, well, but she did respond, and you know. <laughs> Never. At least he did. At least he did it. Never, <laughs> never introduce yourself to your Oshi. <laughs> never DM your Oshi. At all, Kai. Oh God. There's gonna be a ton of. There's don't, gonna be a ton of memes to your next Oshi's time. Meet and greet. <laughs> yeah. Never. Never meet and greet your Oshi. <laughs> oh man, that was fun. So also, man, it was sad to leave as well. You know. Yeah. I was so sad. I had to actually. I missed out on Pippa meet and greet because my flight was. The like oh, yeah, thirty minutes early. after, yeah, I left at like around noonish, but my flight was at uh eleven, not eleven, twelve thirty. Uh, so I couldn't make it to the Pippa meet and greet, but then it turns out my flight was delayed by like two uh, hours, so I technically could have made sitting it. Sitting there, kind uh, of at the airport. I'm not <laughs> kidding you. I literally walked into my gate, and then they changed the sign to "Sorry, we're delayed by like an hour." I'm like, well, fuck me and my ass. So I. I, me being the the bougie person I am, just plopped out my priority pass and went to the, the Centurion <laughs> Lounge. With your... Actually, uh, San Jose does not have a Centurion Lounge. They have a priority pass lounge called the Club, and that's where I got my sparkling soda and cried. <sighs> it's hard to be sympathetic <laughs> for you, you know. You know, next thing you're being, like, oh man, I could, I couldn't go to the meet and greet, so I had to give me a dom oh a dom pee. You know, I had to just cry into my champagne as I had the FOMO. They had no champagne there, actually. 
Oh man. No beer. It was just it was just soft drinks and water and crackers and cheese and uh <laughs> what's the what's the stuff that you put on the 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 the, the fish egg shit? What's you mean, it called? Caviar? Caviar. Oh, yeah, they had just that. had caviar, <laughs> you know, just casually. Uh I don't, I don't like caviar. I'm not a big fan of it, so too bougie even to eat caviar. Too bougie. <laughs> Too bougie. <laughs> but yeah, if like people listening to this, you know, they may have not been to a con before just starting to schedule it. Like I highly recommend while most cons tend to like start in the middle of the day on Friday and kind of end in the middle of the day on Sunday, really give yourself several extra hours, I would say, or book or mm-hmm. overnight to the next day if you're able to schedule that because it's just like it removes the stress, right? Of trying to like mm-hmm. do some last minute things like the best time to visit the vendors hall you know is that like sunday you know afternoon so definitely give yourself time to like fully enjoy the con to rest afterwards and then you know go on the airplane when it's like convenient mm-hmm. i really recommend that too it's funny because usually i stay like you know i always get the thursday you know, do Friday, Saturday, Sunday, then leave Monday. But uh, because it's a little bit cheaper to leave on Sunday this time, I decided to leave on Sunday. Surprisingly cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Well, flights are kind of all crazy now, you know, pandemic stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, thinking, like, thinking forward next year, next off guy, you know, other than having a viewer town panel, which we will be applying for 100%, <laughs> uh, like, what would you like to see? Or, like, what would you like them to change? Hmm. I mean, there's a lot of stuff, like, internally I would like to change, but on the outside, I really just hope, like I said earlier about, like, the streaming stuff, I hope that they keep, that they don't, like, kind of, like, give into, like, that peer pressure and, you know, stream everything or have everyone stream everything because I feel like you're going to lose a lot of that more bodies that are becoming because people will be like, oh, well, I can just, you know, watch the stream instead of going to, like, the, the event or whatever, or you start having to deal with, like, you know, streaming rights or whatever and paying fees and things like that. So I really hope that in the end, again, they just don't give in to peer pressure <laughs> and they and they just keep doing, not the exact, exact formula, of course, because everything can be improved, but keep doing what they're pretty much already doing, just more improved. Right. Um, one thing that we like had a little bit of trouble with was kind of like the schedule coming out really late compared to most mm-hmm. cons and things like that and not really knowing you know how things are going to work out so again this is their debut like yeah. probably a lot of things were planned at the you know at the at the last minute but just having that that schedule out earlier having all that stuff out a couple weeks beforehand would be great just for planning purposes and everything um, yeah because uh I, that was brought up a little bit early in the beginning where they were very uh, splintered with the information they were that was coming out. So people couldn't really even tell <laughs> what, what was happening until it was I don't like, know, cause it was like, like March. <laughs> I, so for me, it coming from Texas and Texas con goers, you guys know the struggle. Um, it's actually pretty normal, at least like in the South or Texas area that cons were released their, their schedules like, very last minute so like part of me was like i'm so used to this i don't care anymore but at the same time they have the advantage of like changing that right now and i really do hope that they take advantage of it right right and the stuff like we talked about the technical difficulties i'm sure they'll they'll clean that Mm -hmm. up with the with the panel interaction and and things like that i'm sure they'll, Mm -hmm. they'll they will iron all that out next time oh and there was like there's a little bit of the technical difficulties with the concert as well right 
Yeah, I think, again, that was on the end of the people streaming in, not necessarily the connection there at the event. Because surprisingly, the only three major technical difficulties that were that whole weekend, well, four, counting the Power Nielsen one, was the Niji Sanji uh, going in and out, Yoro going in and out, but I already know because Yoro has, like, crappy internet, mm-hmm. um, and then Phoebe's... Uh, audio difficulty which happened because the computer crashed apparently (laughs) from what i understand so those are really the only the four major technical difficulties i know of of that weekend and for a very high tech con that relies a lot on internet connection and different technologies pretty good track record for three that's almost like one per day yeah like like especially like this is a con where a tech difficulty can just you know make a a panel or an event dead right if someone can't mm-hmm. remote in or, or something like that i would like more well i don't know how much of that of this was planned like out of you know outside of the con things but i would like more kind of fan meetup like stuff like that i know like phoebe had like a little like impromptu mm-hmm. fan meetups but you know like if you've been to big anime cons they had like the cosplay meetups like maybe a cosplay contest of some sort right yeah, there was definitely because I did see a lot of Ichi Sanji cosplayers there, but uh, you know, since the cosplay wasn't really the main focus of this event, it's just like I get I feel like they got put in the back back burner. So hopefully, like next year they can have like a cosplay sort of like showcase event where maybe they can like invite cosplayers that are cosplaying like that certain day, and they can like you know start their stuff. Doesn't really need to be like competition or anything, just like a cool showcase to show off like all the cool VTuber cosplays and that uh, you can cosplay VTubers. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, well, I think we'll definitely see more of that uh, next year as well. I was able to talk uh, to a couple of the, the, the cosplayers. They're all very nice. Uh, spe- speaking of which, though, you, I wonder how competitive it's going to be to get like a panel next year. It will probably be super competitive. Yeah, just because I... it was like the, the schedule was super packed, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, people now realize that oh, this is a huge success, or th- there's a lot of potential here. So everyone's gonna apply. Yeah. I hope they. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot, a lot of people that got panels this time around. Some of them were just kind of like, you know, just random. Like they had decent numbers, but they were still relatively like names that people wouldn't really know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at this size, like they, you know, Afkai probably, you know, they had to take who would, you know, show up. Which I guess I guess is another thing, right? They go next year, they're gonna have a ton more interest, right? And there was a there's so many the vast majority of the panels were remote panels, right? I'm wondering mm-hmm. if they will restrict it more to people who are there, whether they're using their avatar or not. I would love to see that, the, honestly. I said I wanna see viewer panels, because I know like, yeah, cool VTuber panel, but I wanna see panels that were also run by actual viewers and actual fans. Like Teach me more about Nijisanji viewers. Teach me more about Hololive viewers. Like, where the heck were you guys? I was so <laughs> surprised. I really so this is my call to all the viewers out there. Go make a panel, even if it's just like an introduction to V Shoujo. I don't care. I really want to see you guys come out and do do some creative stuff. It's good to get your brain and your noggin jogging. Man, I mean, they can make a panel all about finding the best skeb artist. You know, I know some of you out there yeah, are, are exactly. experts at that. Yeah, because it was a lot of like, there was a lot of panels where it was like, uh, you know, how to how to get started or how to like train your vocals or st- stuff like that. You know, just like honing mm-hmm. a skill. But it would be 
interesting to see like i'm surprised the companies didn't do this where they had like a panel explaining who they are or did they uh and some so, so for ours we had like a small introduction like to who we are as like as pro but as far as like base connect and fee shoujo were i'm not too sure germ do you happen to know no 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 i don't think there's like a purely like kind of corporate focused one but again like i said like earlier in the show like i would like avoid try to avoid panels that are just about the person or the vtuber or the company or something mm -hmm. like that yeah like if they want to if well, they want to well, like no, do the, like some sort of deep is, dive or something that would um, be interesting no the, the thing yeah. I, the thing i was gonna say is that it's they revealed the the gen 2 silhouettes for face connect and i thought that was like really interesting because this was the first time where there was like an event where people from companies can go to and then reveal something like it's e3 or something oh yeah that's instead, mm -hmm. important instead instead that of true. In, instead of just dropping it on like a wednesday or something i thought that was so cool and they should have done that for more they, they should have like had more things like that like we showed you could could have showed like their new member or something like that i guess the, i guess people didn't really plan for this because they didn't know how <laughs> how success, successful it was going to be but I feel I like think, I feel like next year that's gonna be a really big draw for like the corporates yeah. to announce like, something super big. Yeah, because like it, it felt very legitimate that they like were able to have a platform or a to like reveal, and it, it felt exclusive because you were there and you get mm -hmm. to see it. You saw it first before everyone else. Yeah, before I like got got you know on Twitter. Yeah, that that's huge. Now that I'm thinking about, it. I can't believe like it like slipped my mind. Right, because VTubers don't have something like you said, like an E3 or like a com like Comic Con, where it's like you know there's going to be a ton of eyes. Yeah, there's there's going to be like a bunch of like people that are big in the industry, and they're going to be there. You they're going to be like, hey, you know, dude, I'm we're surprised that no one did a debut. Like there was no big debut happening at all. Yeah, I, honestly, like I, the, I I genuinely think that it, people just did not realize understand or like they probably didn't realize how big this was going to be. Mm-hmm. Man, that's gonna be sweet. You know, we're like in there, like in the opening ceremony or closing ceremonies or something like that, and it's gonna be world premiere. And you're gonna see like a bunch world of premiere yeah, yeah. of like original song from Corpo VTuber. Let's go. Yeah, or like uh, you know, they add in like they're adding new members and stuff, stuff like, like that. Costumes, or like, like, like yeah, yeah, like sneak peeks because. Yeah, you know, that that's something that really draws people to events are the reveals and exclusive information. Mm -hmm. Man, but yeah, now I'm like I, I super excited. Doing, I thought that was, <laughs> Next year, I, I thought that be doing that was really cool. But hey, yeah, they they could on it because they were the first. They honestly could have a branding that big down the line. Because mm -hmm. nobody else is doing it. <laughs> All right, we're gonna become the official press <laughs> coverage of Hawkeye. Your town will, will aim to, to hold that crown. We're gonna grow together. We're gonna grow together. Mm -hmm. Oh man, man. Okay, was there anything we missed? I think we like. I think we nailed everything on the head. We nailed everything. Yeah. Like, I mean, there was a lot of stuff that happened. You know, and I'm not gonna get into you know people's like private. You know, obviously stuff like that. But yeah, you guys, mm -hmm. you guys hung, you guys hung out a lot. <laughs> so. <laughs> What happens in Offkai stays in Offkai. Yeah. <laughs> hey, next year there's probably gonna be some orgies, so I'll be there. I just, I, I just, I just, <laughs> peeked, I just peeked around the corner and watched. Yeah. <laughs> you know, someone's gonna bring a ball pit, you know, and then 
<laughs> it's gonna go downhill from there. Dude, I can't. Yeah, honestly, one of the funniest, one of the things I thought about was like, I'm surprised there was no drama about this or like at the event. I thought there was my. What happened? We'll tell you later. How yeah, about yeah. that? Okay. Oh well, if it's it doesn't matter if it's if it's just there. Who cares? It only it's only cool. It's only big if. It somehow got out on Twitter. If it leaks out, although I think there's like, yeah. in like in terms of like, it's like not major drama, but obviously like the yeah. FOMO, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I mean that's like whatever, honestly. <laughs> like people don't realize how big it was gonna be. So, mm-hmm. I mean, all right. Uh, well, thank you, listeners, for uh, joining us for our Offkai Expo review episode, and I'd like to thank uh, Niaru Chu for joining us today. You can find her stream at twitch.tv slash We'll have the link in the show notes as well. Thank you guys for inviting yep. me today. Thank you, thank you. Wait, show your... Uh, plug yourself. Oh, yeah. So thank you again so much, uh, viewers, for listening. Uh, once again, Anyaru, the Shining uh, Eternal... Uh, I didn't even say that right. <laughs> the yeah, Eternal, eternal Shooting Made Impress <laughs> Stars... <laughs> Mating press, I'm into that. Don't. Okay. Well. Viewer town exclusive. <laughs> Viewer town exclusive. <laughs> but yes, hi everyone. My name is Yadu. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you want to catch me on Twitch, I'll be live every Monday and Wednesday at 6 p.m. PT and Thursday and Friday at noon p.m. PT for the Euro Bros out there. Uh, and I also have a YouTube as well, which you can go check out some of my clips and on Twitter where I just shit post all day and uh, cry and complain. So <laughs> come check me out. Thank you so much. Yep. Deuces. Have a good one, Bye-bye. everybody. Bye.